Welcome back, everybody, to the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 20, with Brendan of Jara Buttons. Yay! Well, <clears throat> needless to say, this man needs no introduction. For those of you who do know Brendan, he is a man of many talents, many skills, but buttons are his love. Uh, thank you, Brandon, for sitting down and talking. I had so much fun. Uh, we basically just chit-chatted about how we got started and essentially our shared mutual love of pop culture. If you guys like nerdy things, this is the one for you. We, You can't get any better than buttons and TV shows and like superheroes. That's about it. Like You can't, you can't ask for much more than that. And with that, I'm not going to say any more. I'll let you listen to the podcast. But what's going on? Thank you, everyone. This last week has been so much fun. And those of you watching our Instagram, please, please watch our Instagram at Warcry, not Warcry, the new Finding Arizona podcast. And our Facebook feed, if you are a fan, and please just go to our Facebook feed, uh, Facebook slash Finding Arizona podcast. Uh, we want... We want to we want to start sharing a lot more things like uh, giving you heads up for the photos like all the photos we'll share on start sharing on the, on the Facebook feed. Um, <clears throat> but again, if you've been watching, we've had a like cornucopia of guests that I'm super excited for. As those of you who are big fans know, we had. Lindsay and Coley from Junk in the Trunk. We have uh, Crystal from Butte Creations. We've had, you're listening to Brandon's, uh, and we've had Paige Poppy. Paige has come in twice already, and she's come in once for her art, Paige Poppy the artist, and she's come in as a duo for Paige Poppy and Asia for Space to Face podcast. So look out for all of those and we appreciate everyone who comes in. It was so much fun with talking with every single one of you. I have, I, I cannot forget this week because it's been one thing after another, back to back to back podcast and I've had so much fun with every single one of them. So thank you for all of you who came in. Uh, with that, Warcry Warrior is always sponsoring this podcast because it is my brand. And if you're listening to us on the website, as always, you can go into our shopping area. And if you like what you see, grab a couple of shirts and type in the code podcast to receive a 20% off your purchase. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I won't hold it back anymore. This is all about Brendan, Jar of Buttons. If you don't know, gotta know, here is the podcast. Let's go. Like, like likes to take the photos. Yeah, and he'll chime in every once in a while too. So cool. How you been? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, I'm getting over that flu thing that went around. Oh, okay. I had it for like two weeks. It was ridiculous. Oh man, that's um, unfortunate. But at least you're better now. Yeah, right? I'm good now, which is good because flea is on Saturday, so the worst. Oh yeah. Is to be sick. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard so many people are like. They're super excited about it. They're just like in one of those state of like, I got to get everything oh, in order. Yeah. It's like prepping and yeah. And usually, yeah. you know, I mean, there's probably a handful mm. that it's like their full-time gig, but then there's yeah. probably a good amount. Yeah. It's like their second thing like yeah. me. So I work full-time at uh, 
for the people to shop at Biltmore. Okay, cool. That's what they were telling me that the, if you wanted to go talk to them in person, you can go for the people. It's like right there at the Biltmore. Yeah. So, so we're actually moving in a month because Union is unfortunately mm-hmm. the whole concept is like kind of done being retired. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like the last us and Framedu are the last units that are still in there. I don't know if you've ever been there before. I've never been there unfortunately because um, yeah, I just. I just moved here in like back in November and I'm oh, okay. super busy doing everything. But I've been to the Biltmore just to the Apple Store. That's sure. about it, unfortunately. That is very, that's <laughs> not an, an uncommon thing. Yeah. And so, like, uh, we, you know, I just been there a couple of times and then, like, uh, I just, like, they were telling me, oh, yeah, he's like there if you want to go talk to him. I was like, I'll let him be for now and just talk to yeah, him. Yeah, it gets, it gets busy just because I do that. I do buttons, mm. and I was like recovering after the holidays. Oh yeah, too. for sure. I did like ten markets from probably late October to like Christmas. And that's, that's the most I've ever. Yeah, done. that's <laughs> crazy. Insane. That yeah. Well, when I met you back at, Fe- at the other Phoenix Flea, um, you know, you had the big collection of yeah, everything, yeah. and so I was so like, I always super. Have that. Yeah, I, mean, I was like, I can't, I can't am- yeah, I can't <laughs> imagine. Yeah, like. You probably have a good amount of inventory. Just you know, yeah, I wouldn't want to go to one one flea market and then run out and then have to yeah. make a crap ton more. And I'm always making more. Like luckily, like my craft, I think is a lot more like easier to like turn around yeah. than others. I I also feel like too, it's like storage has got to be easy for you because yes, that whole room over there in in my bedroom is like all full of shirts, like in yeah. boxes and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so I try to keep this area clean. Yeah, and then you know put everything in like my own room. <laughs> yeah, I have a button like workshop room area. Yeah, um, and so unloading and loading for setups is usually pretty easy. Yeah, usually like my parents are there and they help me out, um, or, or some of my family and. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just like I'll be like, hey, we got it easy. Like, look at that. <laughs> you know, they're like bringing in a truck full of yeah. stuff. You know? It's just like people, like burly people, yeah. just like coming in and like bringing it in, like exactly. go bring it in. Yes. And I'm like, but you know, like all of my stuff fits in like four yeah. crates and two tables. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's got to be easy on you. It is, so. yeah. And I have everything like I'm able to keep all my buttons in displays because I do them in those muffin tins. So I just stack them all up. Yeah put them in and, and I refill that's, them as I go. That's super dope. Yeah. Well, we've already started, man. So I, oh, okay. I yeah, I just hit record and we oh, know. I did like, not know that. Yeah. So <laughs> because I was going to say, yeah. I was going to be like, wait, should we be like saving this? So. No, no, no. It's fine. Like, cause uh, the, the thing is too, it's like, because of, you know, everything we, I like to keep it more of like a conversation. It's just like, it's just really fun. And yeah, and it's really, it gives people an opportunity to meet you and, and just kind of like talk like you would normally talk, you know, with a friend or something like that so that's really what this is all about and, cool and so um i'm gonna let you introduce yourself your uh this is brandon everyone of jar of buttons and uh brandon just you know kind of walk us through um how you got started and just like what came what what made you kind of come up with you know going down the route of button making sure um i'm trying to think i i'm originally from arizona Okay. And then um, I lived in Ohio for a good while for high school and college. So when I moved back here in 06, mm-hmm. um, it was in between my sophomore and junior year. And I actually transferred from university um, to finish my degree in culinary management. Okay. Um, so I moved back home with my parents and they lived in Gilbert. And I was going to school in Scottsdale and I was working um, a kitchen job in South Phoenix. Yeah. So I just was doing this triangle every day living at home saving up money um 
I don't know. I just had a, a I don't. Sometimes I can be very impulsive with things, mm. like not like dangerous things, but like, <laughs> oh, that looks really cool. Like, I need to have that. I just imagine it. He's just like, oh, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> <It's> yeah. like... <laughs> but I just got this thing in my head, like wanting a button machine, and mm. I had buttons, like a minor, you know, collection from yeah. here and there, and this and that. But I thought, oh, that'd be cool. I could make my own buttons and mm-hmm. just. Just to make them, yeah. Um, so I got a machine. Um, it's a professional machine, so it's like a, a two-part operated, like hand okay. operated machine. Sweet. And I, and it has a graphic punch too, so it's um, they they retail usually for like a little over five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So it was like a big impulse buy, and <laughs> like I said, I was living at home, um, rent free. So gotta love mom and dad. Yeah. So I. I <laughs> The box came and it was super heavy because it's like, it's it's very heavy. Both machines. It's like are. A, it's like a huge. Uh, yeah, metal. it's like has a metal base. There's holes that you could mount into a table if you want to, but I don't because I, I take them with me wherever yeah. I go. Um, is that like a display piece for you too? Because I'm, I'm not sure if you brought it with you the last um, time. I the, I mean you... I've taken photos of it too, but like usually depending on how busy it is, like Phoenix Flea, I sometimes make buttons, but usually mm-hmm. there's so many people yeah. that it's I don't have time. But if yeah. I'm at a market and it's slower, I can you know I can have it there. I, yeah. I have everything in a crate and I bring all all my materials and then I can just make more product as I'm selling it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny cause a lot of the vendors, you know, they'll always be like, Oh man, you're so lucky that you yeah. can like sit here and you know, make, <laughs> make more product, you know? Yeah. Well, so. it also kind of like we've done a couple of uh, markets before where like we've actually had one of the markets where someone actually was making a sewn together piece, like a jacket oh, cool. right next to us. And he knew how to hand, like he knew he had the old, like, not old timey, but like an older model sewing machine, yeah. and I was like, "That's dope!" Like to be able to do that, like things like that. I just yeah, kinda, like kind of like live demo. Yeah, art it's too. a live demo, sure. and people are interested in that. They want to learn your craft and kind of know a little bit more about it. Yeah, and like it's always fun. Like kids too. They'll be, like the parents will be like, "Look, this is how he makes a button," yeah. you know, and I'll slow it down and show yeah. them. I um, uh, I've done a couple of times where we because I do I do the printing for our company, like my brand and. Sure. It, and uh, we leave the garage door open, and it's so, like anytime ever like anyone has ever walked by, they always like stop and like look in, and, like yeah. oh, what are you doing? And, like oh well, yeah, it's, we're it's cool to see someone like do their trade, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of get a you know just yeah. to kind of see behind the scenes yeah, or some I, sort. I think people are very much fascinated by like you know any kind of profession or any kind of like how things are made. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I've done like workshops and things too, where I bring my machines and set up and mm-hmm. then people get to make their own, um, uh, buttons and magnets. I'm kind of there to supervise and kind of show them how to use the machines. And yeah. I've had that with my friends too, where we just come over and mm-hmm. have a, a button night in my house and we all just <laughs> go through. Cause, um, I like, well, to, well, to go back where I started, I, I go on tangents a lot too. And, and no, that's fine. Off. No, that's the whole point but of this. So we want, we I want... got the machine, um, and I mean, this is kind of like a funny story that I like to tell because um, my mom and I are very much the same person. Um, <laughs> and uh, like I said, I was living home rent free. I bought this like five hundred plus, you know, dollar item, and it came. And my mom immediately was like, "This really heavy package came for you while I was at school." And I was like, "Oh!" And I was like, "Oh no!" Like, <laughs> She's gonna know. Yeah, because the first thing I thought was. 
if I tell her I bought something, she's gonna want to know like how much how much it was, yeah. just, like any parent. And then and then and ugh, so and she'd just be naturally inquisitive and be like, really? So I was like, oh, I don't know what it is. And I when she, I came home, I I opened it up and I was like, it's a button machine. And I told her that my friend Lauren sent it to me as like a Valentine's Day gift, <laughs> and she totally bought it, which was good. So then I was like, whew, just done. So I don't have to worry about it. Because it would have been a big thing. Like, oh, yeah. really? You're going to like live at home rent-free and just spend $500? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I was like 21. So At least, well, at least it wasn't one of those things. Like my mom, because my dad and I have the same first name and last name. And so we just have different middle initials. So if you just, like I send mail to my family's like, you know, my bank statements and things like that. Yeah. But like. If you don't put the middle initial, my dad thinks it's him, exactly. and they'll just automatically open it up, and they're like, uh, they call me randomly every now and again, like, you got a package, like, yeah. I was like, is it an Amazon package? Because, or it's like a ticket, yeah, you're trying to hide take, it from them, Yeah, too. and they're That's like, happened to me before. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And my mom is like, she'll call, she'll be like, how's everything going? I'm like, I'm good, and she's like... Uh, how's your car? You know, and she's like, <laughs> any ticket? And I was like, uh, what? No, I don't think so. And she was like, really? Because the form I just got said so. And I'm like, damn it. No. And you change your, you know, your mailing address immediately. Yeah. I was so lazy about that for a while. Um, no, no. Because, what was the one thing? Oh, because my mom works for the courts. Like, she works for the DA's office. So whenever there's anything that comes from, like, the city of Phoenix or, like, the city of Glendale, like, that sort of thing, yeah. she automatically opens it up because she thinks that it's for her. Regardless of, like, name on it or uh-huh. anything, she'll automatically open it up because she thinks it's for her. And I'm just like, Mom, like, you can't open up my yeah. mail. She's <laughs> like, I thought it was for me. <laughs> So yeah, no, I've had like incidents like that come up where it's like, ah, oh, mom, it's just, it's just yeah. parents, parents being. They got parents. you know she has, she she wants to know everything. Yeah. So. But uh, and then it was funny because like I said, my family and I were super tight. I have two older sisters, um, and they they all live like in Gilbert Chandler area, okay, Higley. Um, so they always help me. You know, usually anytime I'm at some sort of festival, there's gonna be one of them there. Yeah. Um, and Who's- like. Who was the one with you when I met you? Um, it was probably my, it was my parents. Yeah, it's yeah. your parents. So my dad and my mom, because um, it's when I the, my very first market ever was um, Crafteria at Francis okay. on Central and Camelback. I, I, you know, you'd be surprised. I've only met a couple of like, the three that I know is Pineapple Triangle, mm-hmm. Phoenix Flea, and Junk in the Trunk. Yeah, Junk in the Trunk. That one's yeah. huge. That um, one's huge. I've never done that one, and I think. From what I understand, there's only like it's a it's a mix. It's mostly geared towards like vintage, yeah, and, um, like thrifted items and kind of flea style. Um, and then they have a small handmade section. Yeah. Um, but I've never I've never gotten around to apply. I think it's pretty like cutthroat too. You know, yeah, like, that's I a would huge assume, event. Yeah, and they're like in it. They're in a hangar. Like oh, like yeah, it's, it's huge. huge. Yeah. They're at Westworld, which is a huge venue yeah. to fill. But they do, and people line up, and they have like VIP and yeah, um, early admission and all that kind of stuff. And I, I think they're doing a new one in San Diego. I wow, think, which is the next kind of step for them. That and it's incredible for for something like that because I heard the story. We were talking about this on the last podcast. It was they started from uh, backyard, backyard, yeah. backyard, like just getting their whole neighbors mm-hmm. to like line up and bring their stuff out. And it's like, I mean, and that's, that's dope. It's kind of like 
that not not always that case, but mm-hmm. a lot of the you got to be really friendly with your neighbors. Well, so like, oh yeah, <laughs> totally. Because I've met, I've been like to that. a couple neighborhoods around here, and you'd be surprised yeah. at who doesn't want to come out. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't imagine if they all start neighborhoods, but they all start fairly small and, mm-hmm. and simple. Yeah, and sometimes you know, um, have you they're done not always uh, pineapple triangle? I have, yeah. Okay, so um, you know Maggie. Yeah, we we that was the, that was the person we had re- here before. Yeah, last yeah, podcast. and it's weird because we actually gr- grew up down the street from each other, <laughs> like a <laughs> short time, yeah. like in Awatuki. Yeah, and um, the first time she ever sought me out, jar buttons um, for uh, for pineapple triangle, I was set up in front of Grow Up um, oh. on a first Friday thing. Yeah, and she came up and she and I'm I'm a very visual person, as am I, and I I have a. A talent for faces and names like i could see someone who i went to, i was in like first grade with at a walmart and be like i know, you know that person. are you so and so and then they're like yeah and then they're kind of like not so much impressed by it almost weirded out yeah that's that's me i'm a fa- facial person like i can recognize the face but i will be like horrible Not so much on names. names i i can like it's like that instant like mm-hmm. facial recognition but it won't be the name like it'll be like i know you but yeah, i don't know, I know. The name. and i always own up to it too if i don't know a name i always ask you know and um, i always try to repeat it so it like gets embedded in yeah um but uh she came up and she was like brendan draw our buttons right and i was like yeah and i was like maggie mcgrath and i was like we grew up like down the street from each other and she was like oh my god and she didn't even realize it was me and <laughs> yeah. so um that was just kind of a funny thing yeah um but no pineapple triangle is great and they're having another one well, i'm sure she'd say yeah june june, june <laughs> which is great because we don't really get a whole lot of stuff summer ones. yeah and it's nice because it's indoor you know well she she's actually like she told me the hidden thing was like to to she wanted it to be its own kind of separate entity where it's like between phoenix flea and like junk and trunk like totally like in between those two markets and i was like oh okay that makes sense yeah i mean because people you know sometimes it gets a little hard during the holidays not not totally but you know it's literally market after market Market after after market market. yeah so not everybody goes to all of them Mm -hmm. and there's definitely different people who go to each ones Mm -hmm. depending on you know how they hear about it or the demographic. Yeah. But, uh, and then sometimes I see the same people at like every one of them. I love, I love that because it builds like a community, community and friendship between the different vendors. And oh, like, definitely. And I love doing, working with, cause we, you know, my buddy who is uh, working at Lettercraft, like he owns Lettercraft. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Bre- you Brandon. Met, Brandon, you met Brandon? Okay. Yeah. So like, yeah, Brandon's awesome. And now I'm starting to do an orders with him with laser cut stuff okay. that we came up with. And yeah. And they have a new place that they're going to be opening. Yeah. We had that on the podcast. It's yeah. going to be in Gilbert. I used to work at the <laughs> coffee shop that's there like next oh, to Oh, okay. Cool. In Agritopia for when I was, when I was living at home. Yeah. That was my second job on top of my other. Oh, nice! I just small world, dude. Oh yeah, I mean it's Phoenix, like it's pretty small. Yeah, I mean, but you get out enough, exactly. And like you're always, you know, like put faces with names or Mm -hmm. the way social media is nowadays too. You can kind of know someone without knowing them, but then it's great when you're able to connect with them and meet them. Or yeah, I'm definitely down, like because when we were like when i first met brandon and like i first met Draylon, Draylon was one of the guys that he was one of those individuals that kind of had his foot in the door already and i was like do you know like because i had only met him in college and we were just starting out he was like, going to school for photography and i was like 
already doing my landscape architecture program. Oh, okay. And he was like, oh, yeah, I know a couple people. You know, we, we I do a couple of gigs. And then we kind of lost touch base. And then we came, when I needed a photographer, I f- randomly walked into him at the at the bank. He was, oh. he was depositing. So, yeah. I was like, Traylon? And he was like, oh, what's up, man? I was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just depositing. I was like, do you still do photography? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I still do. I was like, oh, I need a photographer. So <laughs> that kind of like kicked off because he knew so many people already. Yeah. That I kind of just picked up on his Rolodex and just like went and ran off with it. Yeah, and... that's great. That's what's so, I think, one of the best things about Phoenix too is everyone's so like encouraging yeah. and helpful and inspiring and collaborative. Mm-hmm. So like no one's going to kind of like leave you in the dust, you know, yeah. and it's great. There's so much great energy and I've made so many great friendships and relationships mm-hmm. and um, pairings with just through markets and interacting yeah. and um, yeah, it's awesome. So I, I love it. meeting one person literally leads to meeting like 50 others. Yeah, exactly. Or realizing that you have 50 other people in common that you didn't yeah. realize. Yeah. Like, How are we just meeting today? <laughs> yeah. I would assume like everyone that's at Phoenix Fleet already knows each other by like, yeah, yeah pretty much. First name basis. You know, and it's, it's funny too. We like, I always joke cause sometimes at those markets like you only just catch a glimpse of someone you know mm-hmm. while the, while you're running beside them with your crate filled of stuff and yeah you're like, hey how's it going and they're like great and then you're like okay well cool and <laughs> it's so busy you don't get to go around i yeah. never usually get around to shop and then I'm, you're packing up and leaving see i'm the exact opposite i'm horrible because i'll leave my brother behind to like do all of the man like because he's i mean that's i always tell everybody he's the salesman i'm the like designer manager kind of sure. sort of thing and you know i'll run off because i'm so interested in wanting to know this person that like that's why i was like i was there the first time i met you just helping out Draylon. oh okay and i was like just helping him because he was doing the photo booth yeah and i was like i like i was so anti because he had walked yes, away see, i didn't even realize he was there doing the photo booth <laughs> yeah. i didn't really leave and so i was like oh look at it like i saw like all these buttons lined up and i was like this is cool. Like who's like, who's, and then I met you. I was like, dude, you need to come on. And that's, you know, that's how we got here. Yeah. And like, I really like your stuff because it's so in a way it kind of reminds me of a lot of things that are, I'm starting to like recognize in, in the like artistry of Phoenix. Like it's, it's really handcrafted. It's, it's beautiful in the sense that a lot of your imagery is has to do a lot with Phoenix and it has to do a lot For with sure. the desert life and it has to it just kind of stands out because I don't know why I just really like the hand drawn stuff that you do. Oh, thanks. And the same thing with like I don't know if you know Paige Paige has Page, a, oh yeah Paige Pop Paige Pop she's, yeah she, I love her she's adorable <laughs> she's coming on next week oh good oh my god she's so unbelievably talented <laughs> she is and I'm, have you heard her podcast no she has one I know that she did like I'm not on Periscope I like barely just got on Snapchat oh, and man. so I feel like I'm behind on that sense but I I, I see always see the things that she does or hears yeah. about them and I I got a piece from her at Jackalope Art Fair back I'll, in that's what I was gonna ask you next because I just heard like last year i heard about jack love i didn't go but i wanted to and they were interested in wanting to come on the podcast this was in the infancy of making the podcast they were interested and i still gotta i want to contact them again because yeah it's i don't know how well it went because i didn't go so it was the first one Mm -hmm. and um 
Uh, so it's the first one in Phoenix. They do also do them in Colorado. Um, I'm they do them all sure over Denver, Denver and Pasadena. Pasadena, yeah. Because it's three girls who put it on, and I'm pretty sure it's like each of their hometowns. So Phoenix oh, is okay. um, Laura's yeah. from Phoenix. Oh, okay, cool. So she kind of facilitates and runs, I think, this one with yeah. with her partners. With their, yeah. Um, but it's a it's a two day festival. It's yeah. 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's at Steel Onion School Park, mm-hmm. and um, I'm I'm pretty sure there was like over. Almost 160 vendors or so. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, um, and like they're 10 by 10, 10. Some of them are split, so some vendors yeah. share. Um, and it was good. It was a little bit, it rained the first day a little bit. Uh, okay. And then the second day, um, we got a lot more people for yeah. traffic just because yeah. it was, you know, sunny outside Sun, yeah. and it was a holiday. And again, it was during the holiday season too. Yeah. Um, but it was a great market and um, a lot of like familiar faces and vendors there. And yeah. then a lot of new ones that I hadn't interacted with or seen before. I want to, I, you know, I'll get in contact with them again, but you know, the, the kind of sense of that one was the reason why I didn't want to like do it right away was just because we were just starting out and I want, For like, sure. they seem like they had their, their things together and I didn't yeah, want to oh make my God. it. Their websites like, Yes, so, so great, yes, so, so polished, they, so legit. Yeah, like, they have yeah, every vendor with like kind of like a photo that mm-hmm. represents them in a nutshell that links either directly to their Facebook, their Instagram, or their website. Mm-hmm. Um, and they work with New Times, and I'm pretty sure they they had a panel of like locals yeah. um, uh, accept, you know, and all the uh, like jury, all the yeah. applicants for okay. it. Um, so it's it's curated very thoughtfully yeah. and very well. So and it's nice because it is two days, so people make one or the other. Um, yeah. So that's coming up again in April, April sixteenth and seventeenth. So I'll be there. Oh, okay, cool. That, and then I'm definitely gonna go now because I I always like going to the one like I'll be at Phoenix Flea this week. Mm-hmm. For those of you who are listening, well, I this one will come out after Phoenix Flea, sure. but uh, yeah, like I'm super excited about that. Seeing everyone and always meeting up with. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna talk with Paige because Paige will be coming in. The following week, it's yeah, a, and she's it's so her stuff is just awesome. I know, right? And we like, we've just, talked about doing some sort of maybe um, button I think series should, too. Yeah, she's got a and style. That's, that's one thing that I've always been. I've done it for a few artists, just mm. commissions, you know, and custom um, orders. Mm. But one thing that I've always had an idea in, in the back of my head that I really wanted to do is like curate some sort of show, mm-hmm. an art show that would be displayed in a gallery. That's cool. And it would feature a handful of like local artists where I take their art and cr- put them in button form. Mm-hmm. So then you can have, you know, wearable art from some of your favorite Phoenix yeah. artists. That would, you know what, that would be so awesome because there are a lot of talented people out with different styles. Oh that yeah, I definitely. Don't get a chance. And I think it'd be interesting to kind of see like a, a melding, like, not like Paige has got like a very traditional kind of like watercolor kind of base, and then I want to see like something where it's like okay, let's take something like that, or and then bring in like a different artist with like spray paint or kind of that street tag sure. kind of art, and kind of see how they blend, blend and meld really well together. I, I mean, or just kind of see like the because you're grabbing different audiences and see like how they mesh well together yeah and i think that would be something super cool in the, in the sense that like you can bring those two together in the in the realm of art because this is all you know beautiful art yeah and you're doing something fun like you know buttons i think it'd be super cool well that's what and that's what i love about about buttons is like they're so quick and 
I mean, they're small, but they have like an extra pop of something, you know? Yeah. And like everything that I put on a button is like a reflection of me and things that I love and enjoy. So like you said, Phoenix, Arizona themed. I love where, you know, my home is <laughs> and where my roots are. And yeah. I love Phoenix and this community. And, and there's so much great Arizona and Phoenix pride too. Mm-hmm. So that's why it kind of, you know, yeah. translates onto these buttons that go really well. Um, and then I love just humor and yeah, I have I mean, a lot of like random ones with like puns and yeah. you know anything like that that are just kind of just quick laughs and it's so fun to watch people when they're like looking through all the trays yeah. and then they're just hysterically like, laughing I, w- I want this one like I, I like that feeling of like I just like I need this one yeah this you one's gotta me. have it yeah and it's nice because they're like a they're a, a very cost efficient like yeah. impulse buy you yeah. know like they're not gonna like break your bank and they're fun to make and it's fun to see people come back or spot them around the city on people's bags or shirts or when they come up and like I'm at for the people and they're like are you the button guy and I'm like (laughs) I am that's me yeah that's me I love that and I love pop culture too so I love like so that was the other thing Jerlon was like you gotta talk to him about movies you gotta talk (laughs) to him about like pop culture because he is a pop culture fan I am I I have a useless talent not useless it's not useless to me movie quotes yeah just like movie quotes (laughs) TV quotes remembering like tiny little details yes like right now I feel like um, like Leslie Nope when she's like on thoughts for your thoughts, thoughts. yeah and Pawnee and it's like jazz plus jazz, jazz equals jazz, jazz. <laughs> yes so I love pop culture and like I always have my trays filled with all the different categories yeah and those are all made from found images just for fun and that's how I originally started making buttons was mm-hmm. um, I would just use found images mostly from magazines mm-hmm. and then you know you just have like this plethora of like total randomness like baby from dirty dancing and Katy perry or you know a (laughs) hot dog like from a hot air balloon like random images that i can just throw in there and oscar my wienermobile exactly you know like and so they're all separated tv movies music that's awesome yeah and and people love to go through those and it's great because pick out the ones you want and And i know when there's really good ones who like love the really obscure stuff you know it's totally random or they find an inside joke and they're like oh my friend will love this (laughs) so that's the fun stuff too yeah that's that's super dope because you can kind of touch everyone in a certain way something so simple as a button mm-hmm. and it's just i think it's beautiful because you honestly in in the sense of like it is you see everything every like compli- like the at phoenix fleet did you happen to see the guy across from you who was selling lights that's marty from um, Son steel. Son steel yeah, yeah. But that was actually that was the booth that i was like mom look like they had a whole truck and yeah I was they, like, so we got pretty easy yeah <laughs> so it's like yeah marty marty came on and Marty, like, you know, Marty has to be specific. He has to weld these things. He has to light, like, put these things. Uh, yeah, it's beautiful, It has, but it takes a lot of work. Totally. And it's very complicated because there's electricity involved. You know, there's there's all these things. But, but you're also marketing yourself to a demographic of certain few who like home decor. Yeah. With yours, it's, it's, it's simple, it's, beautiful. It touches almost everyone. It is. It's very diverse. It's... Yeah. It, it appeals to all types, kids, adults. Yeah, adults. Even see, I had this the sweetest woman come to cafeteria at Francis this past year in December. Um, she probably, I, she probably had to be in her seventies, and she had like pins. Some of my pins already pinned on her jacket, 
and she was like, "Do you have any any new stuff?" And I was like, "Yes!" Yeah. Like, I, like it, it made me so happy. That is so. And great. I pulled them all and like showed her. And because um, there's actually like a cult like of people who just love pins. Oh yeah, like buttons. I pins. mean, it's kind of always been there, but definitely, I feel like the trend has come back mm-hmm. even more since I just started doing them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I've been making them now for probably about eight years, but I've my first vending was back in 09 okay um at, at cafeteria but, yeah. but now too um enamel is like blowing up too like enamel lapel pins is that one that yeah, you're the so, arizona one mm-hmm. yeah because that's i actually might want to like we'll talk after sure because i i i love those yeah and i want a couple for like with this insignia on it and and so that's like been the next thing too and i and i follow tons of awesome yeah. you know um companies and artists on instagram yeah. and social Sweet. media that and i just enamel i mean they're they're a little bit more of higher of a price point because it's not yeah, yeah. You know such lower cost items but i mean they're they're awesome they're sturdy they're amazing there's like so many unbelievable ones out there so i just as a, like this is a, a random aside my buddy my old roommate used to love the enamel buttons from because he's a big um disney fan oh so, yeah so he but he likes specific like he likes steamboat willie he likes the like old school sure like black and white ones and so I don't know if you know this, but like at Disneyland, you, the, all the workers have yeah. the, the enamel buttons, and if you request to like trade with, they have to trade. Yeah, with they you. trade with you, and now they have like cart. Well, like our we're huge Disney fans, my family and I. <laughs> um, so that was like that was one of our summer trips was driving, going mm-hmm. to Disneyland, and then it never got old for us. Now I have a niece and nephew who are um, five and three. And they love it. They've already been like three times. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm well aware of Disney. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Their pin game is super strong. Um, and it's, they have the carts. And yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful, though, because it's like it's a it's a it's like an inside thing. Like if you're a, you know, button person or someone who's picking up on the, I you know, I really like your button. Like it's just something inside. No one, not a lot of people. I didn't know about it totally. And I, you know, he, when he told me, he's like, "I always trade for the best stuff." Like, yeah, I was you gotta like, seek it out. <laughs> yeah, you gotta seek it out. You gotta pay attention too, because yeah. you know. He also told me that, like, there's a Mickey Mouse at every ride. I was like, I don't even want to know. Oh I'm, yeah, there's so many different like yeah. secrets with Disneyland and now with like you know like BuzzFeed and all those websites and yeah you can like search and it'll be like uh, uh, the top the 12 things, things you you should be eating at Disneyland you know that you didn't know about or yeah secrets like that and, yeah um, it's fun to to read all that stuff I guess there's like a little mini basketball court on the top of um uh shoot uh Matterhorn Mountain really yeah Get like the from when they used to like I think probably like 15 20 years ago they used to actually have like hikers like like hike up the mountain okay yeah yeah like with, with like like they were you know hiking the swiss the, alps the with swiss the Alp. and everything yeah and then there was like there's a little room up there if, if you i think if you like google it you know on youtube there's a video of it and they, that's dope and like they would like shoot some hoops up there and kind of yeah. hang out before then they would like go back down or something i i really enjoy seeing the pictures of the rundown like the uh, the one that the the park that got closed because it was taking in natural water. Oh, it, yeah, it's a shutdown park in in I think it's Disney World. Okay, that uh, back in like I think fifties or sixties, okay. and they shut it down because 
the, the water that was coming in was like making people sick. Okay. Like it was a pollu- like it's natural water, so if it doesn't get filtered, you know, anything that gets stayed behind, like people going to the bathroom, like that sort of thing, yeah. people were getting sick from that. And so they had to close it down. But what they did was they didn't destroy it at all. They just shut it down and let it like deteriorate. Oh, crazy. Yeah. I never heard of that. So it's like, you know, it's still there. Some people have gone in and like walked around and like yeah. It's kind of creepy because you can, in the distance, hear music oh, from, gosh. from the park. Yeah, that sounds terrifying. <laughs> it's a, it sounds terrifying. Yeah, it's really crazy because they've done video and like you can hear it and like you know, it, the crunchy sounds from like all the leaves there mm-hmm. and like uh, it's like super creepy. Yeah, yeah. So it's like there's there's stuff like that and you know like uh, oh was it one of my uh, someone was telling me about the back areas like in between the right like that you don't see in Disneyland. It's like yeah. really sad. Cause oh, it's I'm just sure. like flat concrete. Like you think the, the, the princess tower is like a full tower complete. Like, uh-huh. no, it's flat. It's yeah. like not as engaging <laughs> on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, ah, oh, it's all a facade, man. <laughs> it's, it's a good one though. It's a fun one. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I, I've, I said if I ever got a chance to like work for anyone, it'd be like an Imagineer, like doing the parkland designs and, yeah. and being a person that like gets to make, cause they have full range of like whatever planting and design, you know, efforts. Yeah. It's just like, it's one of those places when you're in there and you're just like, oh my gosh, it's crazy to think mm-hmm. how many people make this place function and run yeah. on like a 24 hour basis. It's oh ridiculous. yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And it's great. Like I, you know. Um, let's get back to buttons because sure, yeah, we, <laughs> we can talk about this all day because yeah. I just like, yeah, there, there's some beautiful stuff there. and um, so, I did bring some Disney buttons last time I was there, though. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and I just like scattered a, them around yeah, just kinda, and left them for people to find. That's so... So that that's, was kind of a fun thing. That's so cool. It's like an Easter egg. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we would just, you know, I'd be like crossing a bridge and put one on or leave one in line somewhere. Yeah. Um, you know, just to kind of add... Makes something special for someone later yeah. to find. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Like, yeah. it, there's, I, you probably made a lot of people happy. And then we rocked happy. a ton that day too yeah. ourselves, just as a family. So. Yeah, that that makes. So have you done like? I'm assuming you've done custom ones like for weddings or something. I like have that. like weddings. Um, so um, I've done a lot for like local businesses where they've you know sent me their logo and I've done custom. Okay. Yeah. Um, lots of different organizations. But, I did a huge order for downtown Tempe when they did their rebranding. No, oh, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, a little over a year or so ago. What What is probably uh, let's let's get into some stories. What What is one of the more unique ones that you've done? Like the weird, probably like the weird stuff that people didn't know. Um, I mean, like one of the most memorable and unique ones. Um, the Phoenix Art Museum approached me about oh, um, doing some for the Andy Warhol exhibit they had open. That's awesome. Yeah, and that was a, like a year ago, like right yeah. around this time. I'm pretty sure it was March. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Christian Adam and Lonnie Hudson, who are now really good friends, yeah, um, work for the art museum, and they were planning the opening, uh, for like for, not the opening event for um, Andy Warhol, but the first Friday event. Okay, cool. And they really like wanted to push like a very strong presence of local artists and community mm-hmm. builders within the, the program. Yeah. So they had, um, uh, would an Indian do like cover uh, Velvet Underground? And oh, nice. my friend Liliana Gomez, who's a dancer, choreographed, um, like activated different spots at the art museum with dancers. Sweet. Um, yeah. And, um, so they had me, I made a series of Phoenix art, 
um, pop art and then Andy Warhol like themed buttons. That's dope. Um, that I was like at kind of the front entrance and they were like door prizes basically for people um, who came that night for First Friday. That's awesome. So um, I made most of them ahead of time and then like the last couple hundred I made dinner on site because they wanted to have it kind of, you know, active and being mm-hmm. sort of a demonstration. Yeah. Um, so they were just a gift to hand off to people. That's so and, cool. I mean, and then they had, um, they had filmed like test footage of, of everybody who was involved so we just stared at a camera for like, I think like three or four minutes solid. And then they like compiled all those into a big collection. Those were being played on like, monitors all nice. around. Nice! I mean, it was just an amazing experience. And I think they had like a ridiculous amount of people come through that night because of the party, because of Andy Warhol. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was first Friday and it was like, I think the busiest night they've ever had. And I think since then they've been encouraged more and more to, you know, Bring in a sense of local community. Yeah. Um, you know, just to make it a little bit more special and unique. That was awesome. Yeah, that's super cool. And that, like, that's, I would, dang it, I want one of those. Buttons. I know. And then, and then I still would, I still, you know, I'll be around and I'll see someone have it on their bag or have, you know, they're wearing it, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and like, I think that was the day, I think that was the day before Flea. Yeah. last year because it was a crazy weekend because it was the same weekend as devoured too which is also this weekend for flea oh okay so yeah it was that was a crazy weekend i did the art museum and i did flea the next day and it was just like i i think i slept all day sunday after that so <laughs> i got so i gotta ask how much like there's probably not a day that's gone by where you haven't seen like at least one of your buttons on someone like right like, yeah certainly i mean because I, I sell them at a couple of local shops in the area too okay um and you know people will tag me like in things on social media too when they have <laughs> them on um so yeah it's good you know and Usually, like, all my friends have one or another. Mm-hmm. I'll post one, and, and my, you know, a friend will be like, I want that one. And I'll be like, okay, I'll put it aside. So, um, but, yeah, that's what's always nice, too. Yeah. There's, I mean, because the one that I saw recently that I'm really excited about was the Trails one that you did. Yeah, the the Desert Sunset the, one. The Desert Sunset. Yeah. yeah like, so, my, my friend Julia helped me with that one, too. And that's my third enamel pin. Um, so I have three enamel pins right now, and, and they're all Arizona themed. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is like the um, AZ State with the heart in it. Yeah, pretty classic. I have I have that on a one inch pin, and mm-hmm. it's it's probably my most popular pin. Yeah, the one that you have on now. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. And so <laughs> no then, one can see it. Yeah, I just so, want to make sure that everyone knows that you have mm-hmm. your pin on. <laughs> so I, that was my first enamel, and then my second one is I call it the AZ badge. So it's two arrows that mm-hmm. are crossed. Yeah, it has a star, the silhouette of. Um, the AZ estate mm-hmm. um, and it has a cactus and then it says AZ on the bottom yeah. that one's really great it's in a nickel finish so it has a little bit more you know of like a cleaner look yeah and then I wanted to do something else that was a little bit more desert themed but not so specific to, to Phoenix in general yeah um, so then the desert sunset yeah, yeah. so it was um, actually I I based it off of a vintage pin that I've had for years oh okay uh, changed so- the coloring and oh, um man that's so cool like, i did a gold finish on it to really make it kind of warm it almost has kind of like an, an 80 sort of retro feel to it yeah and that one's been super popular and i debuted it at flea um yeah. last fall like because so now now that i'm you're telling me that you have vintage pins how many like because i'm assuming you're a collector i have a collection for sure and yeah. then i a lot of people you know gift me pins too when they see them or find that's them dope. so i definitely have like my own personal collection that's like not for sale yeah uh, i'm also wearing a pin today this is 
um, I follow these gals in St. Louis, and they're called Button Booty. Okay. Uh, and they do like they do pop culture ones too. So I have a whole series with their <laughs> their hand drawn like images, and so they also do yeah. custom portraits. So they did one of me. Oh, nice! Um, so whenever I'm vending, you know, I always have it on, just kind of like you know, it's button me. <laughs> me on a button, selling buttons. So it's just the inception. Just yeah, I know it's very meta, I guess. Yeah. Or, but um, uh, yeah, I have my own collection, and then you know, when I first started selling to, especially the the found image ones, all the pop culture, yeah, I'd be like, oh man, do I really want to sell? You know, like Clueless, Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> I, was like, I guess so. Gotta throw Paul yeah. Rudd in there, exactly. Gotta throw, yeah, and now they're super fun to make, and they're super fun to sell. You know, mm-hmm. to see people like, oh Reaction. my god, yeah, yeah. So I don't really have any like. Um, you know, loss after, like, you know, like, oh, like, I just, like, sold my little baby away or yeah, something yeah. like that. But I would imagine, like, if you had uh, things that were, like, do you do you do runs of, like, custom pins that are, or buttons that are now, like, you don't do them anymore, or? Um, I definitely have, like, styles and things that I've retired, you know, okay. that I used to do, and um, when I first started vending, all I had was my found image ones, and I had them all, like, on a four-by-four-foot canvas with batting and fabric and they were all just pinned on there randomly okay um so everyone would have to like really take time to look and then that's how it sort of evolved and i was like i need to have mm-hmm. more of my own like my own images like my own designs yeah that i can have multiples of so people who don't want to you know maybe look at every individual you know yeah. unique button yeah and found image button that they could still see it and that's how that has grown more okay and cool i started doing arizona themed stuff because nice I actually used to work um, for Francis. Um, oh, okay. So I used to run Smeeks, which was our sister store. It was like a um, vintage retro candy shop. Yeah. Uh, mixed with like crazy fun novelties and party <laughs> goods. Yeah. Um, so like, I mean, one of the f- big things there too is at Francis, it's a great collection of local artists. Mm-hmm. And then it's a great collection of like locally themed goods. They actually have like a souvenir shop right now. Sweet. That's all Arizona themed. So I sell my enamel pins there and they do all of my pin back ones too in a mix of those. That's so dope. Um, but yeah, and then and then sometimes I'll just get random requests from people too. You know, they just want one of, you know, some random mm-hmm. character from a movie or this or that. And they send me the image and I can, you know, make it for them and either send it out to them or just have them come pick it up, you know, at the next time I'm doing a fair. Yeah. Um, or um, like, I, yeah, I've done them for graduations, weddings, yeah. baby showers, that, oh, birthdays. Cool. When um, my mom, when she turned 60, we had a big party for her at the Ice House downtown. Yeah. And I had a vending machine when you first came in. And so you <laughs> oh, wind it. Yeah. And there would be a, like one of those little capsules. Yeah. Um, and it had her favorite candy growing up, which was a Mary Jane. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, it had a button to her. For, and I did all these different buttons oh, from her when she so was like nice. a little girl to yeah. probably like her 30s or so. And then, um, you know, everyone had a button of my mom. For her that's birthday. so nice yeah, yeah. so let's um, see you get to do cool things like that that are sentimental and just like this is the sweetest thing i've ever heard like, yeah, yeah there's there's so many ways to be creative with them too and yeah they're great to just like put on the top of a gift i mm-hmm. sometimes do greeting cards that you know open up and button yeah or like the buttons pinned on there with like you know a saying or something yeah um and that way it's like a gift and a card kind of in one so mm-hmm. it's a kind of a fun little thing that you can have after because yeah um, I used to like you know save all my cards all the time. You set like a box. And I still I still do that. <laughs> I just you know I I, I can't anymore because I'm kind of like I love this and I'll you know but it's like 
uh, I don't need this anymore. But if it was a button, hell yeah. Like yeah. I, then I'd keep that and I have a collection yeah. and I, well, what what's probably your most sentimental button? Like, I guess or sentimental or kind of your favorite button? Um, oh, that's kind of hard. Because I, I feel like you have a bunch, and like, yeah. there's got to be one that's like I mean, the most like, expensive, like the most unique. I guess they're just like kind of based off like my favorite things. Like, I have one of like Martha Stewart, like when she's like <laughs> was, I think like in her twenties when she was a model. Nice. Um, so I love that one because I love Martha Stewart and I love to cook and, and nice. paint and okay. kind of a mix of all crafts. That. Crafts, and, exactly. Yeah. Um, also, Adventures in Babysitting is one of my like all-time favorite movies. Okay, cool. So I have one of Elizabeth Shue from that. So that's kind <laughs> of like one that I would never sell. You yeah. know, it's like my own personal. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I guess I don't have like a particular one. Yeah. That's okay. like, oh. Like, I, I mean, not too many of them are from memories, I guess. They're more just like, because I have my own machine, like I can yeah. make them. Yeah. So I'll just be like, oh, and I find one that's really good. Or um, a friend of mine before he moved away, um, like uh, about a year ago, he was cleaning out his house and he found like all these buttons from the eighties that he used to wear, you know? Uh, so he gave me those and nice. those are great to have. And, rare, like any rare ones? Um, not like super, I mean, I don't even, I wouldn't even know like what was like really rare. rare. Okay. Um, but you know, just like fun kind of like eighties punk ones or, you know. And, I know somewhere at my parents' house, I have a presidential button that was. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's definitely. Yeah. I mean, I've been like in Pine Top and they've had like vintage buttons, you know, yeah. from like presidential elections and. Oh, and those, some of those ones rare. are like really small, like yeah. the seven eighth inch ones that are yeah. a little bit smaller. Was it the the whole movie, uh, the National Treasure, the the, mm-hmm. the Lincoln or no, Washington button. Okay. No. Is it? I think it might have been Lincoln. It's like I never one. Saw it. It's like the yeah. She wants like she had a collection of like the early presidents buttons. Okay. And the one that she was missed out on, he gave to her like as a way to like get close to her. It was like one of the okay yeah scenes that's like oh okay yeah. So, so they got her fingerprint from her touching the button. Oh, so he used her basically. Yeah, he used her. Yeah. <laughs> so. But I mean, it's like it's. I mean, it's a very rare button collection, yeah. like where it's like presidents. Like I'm like, sure there's like a like a sub community of buttons that mm-hmm. are like you know, but like collectors. There's only six of these that. ever yeah, exist. Yeah, I mean, I would have no idea about that. <laughs> I just think that they're fun. Cool man. <laughs> Throw them on a jacket. Yeah, you know, uh, I really like the 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 enamel ones. Yeah, enamel yeah. ones have been great, yeah. and I want to do more, and I want to do more that. Um, maybe aren't Arizona themed um, yeah. that I can kind of you know that can kind of appeal to a more diverse group too because I'm trying to cats s- man cats cats yeah <laughs> cats do really well I had a series of like chatty cats that were like little the internet cat faces cats. that came yeah. with talk bubbles that yeah. said like you're basic or your yeah. mom and people went over the went crazy over Dude, those people love cats you I kid you not but I'm always adding more and you know kind of staying on trend you know mm-hmm. two to some things um, uh like do a, do a damn or... daniel one that's oh i know run, right? run see, it till it dies see, man that would be good run it till it dies <laughs> exactly like i it's just kind of whatever you know or like i used to do a button of the day post on my instagram a, a while mm-hmm. uh and that was kind of more of just like a sporadic thing and then mm-hmm. one then like i think it was two it was 2014 to 2015. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'm going to commit and I'm going to do Com- a button of the day. 365. Every day. Yeah. And I did. 
I did 365 buttons and I do like one of those flippergram videos at the end of each month yeah. to show like all of them for the month. And then I did a flippergram with all, all 365 and it was like basically like an epilepsy like waiting to happen yeah. like when yeah. you watch it. But you could process and you could see because I would do them all in the same um, – like I take them all in the same position. Yeah. But I do different backgrounds on each one of them. Sweet. And that's something every now and then like I'll just, you know, post random buttons here and there. I need yeah. to do it more. Um, again, just because um, so my Instagram is kind of a blend of like yeah. everything, like buttons and I've had and to food. like, yeah, I've had to separate like because people were getting confused about like the podcast and like our business. And I was like, damn, I got to like separate the two. Totally. It, it's hard too. And it, it's hard Either you have to do that like early on before you know you get enough of a following you, mm-hmm. that you don't like the crossover sometimes can you know hurt yeah. you. Yeah. But um, jar buttons essentially it's focused around buttons, but it's it's kind of become like sort of just like an umbrella of, of yeah. me because uh, food is associated with it too because I do a lot of food yeah. styling and catering and things with it, um, and just kind of like crafts and, and sort mm-hmm. of my everyday. Dude, that's so cool. Like, I just, I, I, you know, for us, it was like, it was doing a lot of the podcasts because we got a lot of podcast heavy stuff. Yeah. And so I was like, ah, uh, if I stop doing like, well, and then, so now it's like when they first, I jumped on as soon as they started letting us do multiple accounts on yeah. Instagram, that saved me yeah, it's so great, much. Yeah, you can switch out now. Yeah, really I don't easy. even have to. Yeah, it's super easy. Like, I was like, yes, done. Yeah. <laughs> I have my, like, so I have three now. So I have, like, yeah. my personal well, Instagram is such a powerful tool. Yeah, it is. And it's so simple. Like It's I, so simple. And I, like I said, I'm a very visual person. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm not on Twitter. I've never been on Twitter. And I don't it's have so a whole hard. lot to say. I, I What I do is, so when I do, like, the photos to Twitter. Sure. But then every now and again, like, I'll throw in, like, uh, you know, a little saying here. Or a little, like, uh, if I do, like, a quick giveaway or something like that Mm -hmm. i'll throw it on twitter or facebook and and like do all three um but it's like it's like keeping everything together and and so you know or if something like a newsworthy thing that you think associates with your i'll I'll throw in either facebook or twitter so it's Mm -hmm. like it's it's you know you gotta gotta remember so it's like you know you have these three different entities and and it's just super hard it's like sometimes it is and you're kind of like oh man i forgot to post this thing or yeah i have this event coming up so i need to make sure i do one more you know burst to make sure that people know about it i've got to be there yeah exactly i feel like sometimes too it's like if you throw in enough like like oh man i feel like i do a little too much like it's like listen to the podcast this is what's coming up it's like i have to because you know, one part of it is for the person. One part of it is I just like, you know, that person to know that I'm committed to them just oh, as much sure. as, you know, they are to me. Exactly. So, you know, it's 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 tough, man. It's uh, Social media is not, like, my best game, but mm-hmm. I, I got to play it. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. got to play it if you're running a business. It's great, though, and it's, it's such a nice way to interact with p- other people mm-hmm. and also, like, you know, share your experiences and, and then... Promote other people too that you believe hey, in yeah. that you appreciate oh, too. Everyone who comes like so we, we, uh, snow that we did like just so what we posted just last last week. I got some like snow again. My boss got brought me snow, uh-huh. and I was like, I gotta post it. And so I was like, I you know would have a photo that I still have to post, but uh, yeah, of like we had po- uh, snow, and I was like. 
boss man bought me some snow even though i already know the guy i could get it for free yeah exactly right <laughs> so it's it's super yeah it's like and it's kind of cool when you meet the person behind behind it, it. yeah and i'm oh it's always so nice when i'm at a fair or a mm. festival and someone's like i follow you on instagram and i'm like thank you so much you yeah. know and sometimes i might already know them or yeah. you know put the connection with you know yeah. or they'd be like yeah I tagged them. i'm like oh my god that was such a great photo i appreciate yeah. it you know and I, I i love meeting people me too and interacting with them and if they mm. appreciate me then i appreciate them of course yeah i try like i try so hard to like not to geek out because i do sometimes with uh people that really like inspire me through instagram like, totally you know i i marty was one of them marty has like an he takes everything himself and his beautiful work is just like something that i really admire the same thing with like a couple of other people that i've met and i'm just like like you honestly you guys are great like i just get like a little bit nervous and then i gotta calm down and sure. like ah so and then yeah i've met a couple of the instagram people they've just been so nice it's just been like a lot of fun meeting yeah and then like the meetups they have you know so you oh yeah have you done any of uh, the Insta meets? I have, yeah, and I've yeah. actually done buttons for for them too. I have one. Yeah, I have one for yeah. sure. And like that's what's great too is again they try to bring in you know like as much community involvement as they can, which I appreciate and you yeah. know, love. So I've done them for two Insta meets now. I've well, I think I have. Oh, did you do Desoto's one? I did, yeah. So I have one of those. Mm-hmm. I have I have the Desoto one. Yeah. <laughs> so they send me the image, and you know I can make them up, and that's crazy. Every time now, I'm just gonna assume you've done most of the buttons. Yeah, most people do, you know, and and, some, and, and most often it it is like uh, I just did I did a big order for Welcome Chicken and Donuts and Welcome Diner. Nice. Um, a couple months ago, and I haven't been to Chicken and Donuts, but I heard oh, good things. So amazing. Yeah. So okay. good. Well, they're then you're just gonna their, have to take me. Cause... Just their plain, like regular plain donut that like glazed. Yeah, no, no, just plain. Oh, like, really? When you order chicken, you get it with it, and they also do like um, some breakfast sandwiches on them. But I mean, they're like perfectly crispy on the outside oh, and nice. soft on the. You sold me. Not it's too a... sweet, but then I mean, then they're like more you you know yeah specialty mm-hmm. ones are awesome, and and they do in house ramen and yeah I think they're doing that every day now too. Do you, like you've already sold me. I'm I'm already gone because I, I mean, have... Welcome Diner is so amazing too. So. Yeah, it's just it's so like there's so many good places around here that I've just started getting into. I, you know, I had never been. Draylon was the one who introduced me to DeSoto. Yeah. You know, I've never been there before, and I, like, went there the first time. I was like, whoa, this is really, like, great stuff. Yeah, and they do great markets, too, with vendors. Mm -hmm. And Phoenix Fleet had a pop-up shop there last summer. I was there for that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had a fun time at that one yeah. uh, just because I knew everyone there and it was just like blast like every time I go to a market I'm like hey what's up like yeah so. it's a great collection of you know community creatives hand makers mm-hmm. builders artists and it's just fun to see everybody there all the time yeah and it's so like um, I want to I want to get into like I just want to talk to you a little yeah. bit about pop culture because sure. you know, I feel like you're you're a fan just like me, so it's like. Well, part of the thing is I I feed my addiction to pop culture through, through buttons, your buttons, yeah. Because I watch Netflix and Hulu like okay. always when I'm. Have you finished buttons. Fuller House? You know what? I haven't started it yet. I'm a little nervous. Well, one, I'm like not a like wasn't like a huge like I wasn't a huge fan, fan of Full House. either. I just think it's funny because the way that they've written it. 
is they they know what people want. They like feed the masses. Totally. Like, you know, you got to throw in the catchphrases. You got to throw in why you know the twins aren't there. Yes. The, you know, it's everything someone wants, and it's like well. The article I read about it said basically like that first episode is almost like the reunion yeah. episode kind of that you've always wanted to see. Yeah. And then like after that, they said like, it's kind of like, ugh, it's kind of like it's terrible. It's cheesy. cheesy. You no, know, if you, if you like, I'm, I'm being 100% honest. It, I had to like shut it off every so like. I would imagine. Because it's so much cheesiness. Yes. And if you're. You know, not used to that. It's like it's very vintage to the style of the '90s exactly. because that's what they because they even have laugh tracks and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, that's yeah. it's what they did though. Like that yeah. is exactly what they did in the '90s. But I did read today that despite the bad reviews from critics and everything, that they are getting a second season. Why not? They're is, it's I a mean, pile of money. Like they, yeah. you know, it's you can say what you want, but it's it's a it's the kitschiness like people exactly. who it's are nostalgic. fans yeah people are well, who they are I'll be, and like, love it gilmore girls i'm a big fan of gilmore if girls. they brought that back i guarantee you there would be they a are fan they're basis. doing yeah. netflix is bringing back a, a four mm-hmm. like mini part series and that yeah. was just a show i mean i love that show x files well, exactly. came back X-Files. six six episodes they, they brought heroes back like after being gone yeah for reborn almost like, eight or years or so yeah and i think what are some of the other ones? I know that they're doing a huge um, all '90s Nickelodeon movie, and then they're bringing back a six-part episode uh, or a couple episodes of Hey Arnold. Oh, and, Hey Arnold! Amazing. And they're doing a movie version of Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, a movie? Yeah, a movie. I read an article too about that. How it was like totally rigged because they were like on a super super low budget. Really? So like it was controlled like that who won and who didn't. So that's really? Why there were only like very few kids who made it through the temple. Oh man, because I'm thinking of like because I really like Legends of the Hidden Temple, but I also like Guts. Have you ever seen Guts? Yeah, like, Guts was great. The, it was the more athletic. And what one. would you do? Did you ever watch What Would You Do? You do? That was um, what's his name, the guy from Double Dare. Oh, Mark Summers. Yeah, so he Mark was Summers. Host of that. <laughs> and and it was um, it was it was like a what would you just kind of one of those like slimy gross shows. Like, yeah, okay, to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ride a pie coaster. Yeah, and, okay. Or reach into like a, <laughs> the the yeah the doors. Have you ever seen the? And this was a little bit older. It's the video game one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you seen that one? I remember that one. Oh, they I would, love that yeah. one. They and then they would send them into that room and they would be kind of like 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 a it's just like a uh, virtual you, reality virtual, kind of yeah thing. you yes. have to see yourself on the uh-huh. video doing like yeah. the different stuff yeah because yeah. I mean I grew up on on like Nickelodeon Disney like mm-hmm. so that your shorts yes yeah. um, closely explains it all Snick it, obviously yeah, Snick, are you afraid yeah. of the dark are you afraid of the dark I f- I love Alex our- Mack oh Alex Mack oh god you're bringing it back mm-hmm. I love Alex oh and then Space Cases do you remember Space Cases I don't remember it was space like all cases. these kids who get like lost in space on a on a uh-uh. like a I remember Animorphs uh, oh my god I was obsessed with Animorphs <laughs> I loved Animorphs I was that's my shit right with there with the books and then when the show came out like even though the show was like not that great I just thought it was the best thing because it was like being able to visually get see yes. yeah it was oh man there was a lot of that though because they were just I think in the 90s they were running on the, the, the fumes of like, let's make this because it's going to work. Like oh, it's, for sure. Let's throw things to the wall and fuck it. Because there was a lot of times, I think if you listen to a lot of the the uh, cartoonists and stuff like that, they were just like running on fumes. Like they were drawing all night, like a lot of this stuff. Like, uh, 
you know, Cat Dog, oh, Rocco's, uh, Modern, Rocco's Life. Modern Life. That show was crazy. Uh, yeah, like all of this stuff. Like they they were just guys in a room. They you know everything was just let's throw stuff to the wall and see what it does. Yeah. Yeah. Rocco's Modern Life was such a weird show too, because like essentially he worked at like a sex phone like operator like, <laughs> yeah. place. Yeah. But my sister and I still know to this day. I don't know if you remember. There's that episode when I think it's when he's trying to get his driver's license. Okay. And like, uh, there's just this one character who's like, "I'm a wild pig." And yeah. Say it all the time. <laughs> I'm a wild. I pig. still say that now. Like I have so many random. Just... My my favorite. My brother and I still do this, and it's like, hey. What time is it? Where they go on the boat? He's like, ask me what time it is. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> is the I think uh, Filbert like um, the the turtle? Okay. So it's all three of them. Yeah. And uh, and they're in the the boat and they're like stuck because the motor has fallen off and like and so he's like, ask me what time it is because he had a new Swiss uh-huh. watch and like he just gets mad and smacks it and just. <laughs> Duke right into the ocean, and so how they got back was because they the in the earlier in the episode he had like opened up a can of cheese whiz, uh-huh. and this huge squid comes up. Is that some cheese? <laughs> can I have some cheese? Well, exactly, it's such a random yeah. show, but that stuff sticks with you. Yeah, and so like he comes back and like brings him back. He's like, you yeah. got some more cheese. <laughs> so crazy. I can't watch any of the newer stuff. Like, um. A lot of people like to say like Adventure Time and uh, that one's pretty good. Uh, I, I like Adventure Time. I I like. I'm not like super good. new, but I've 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 seen enough where I can appreciate yeah. it. I I like uh, Steven Universe. Have you ever seen no. a couple? Steven Universe. I I like Steven Universe and Rick and Morty. I cannot say anything bad about Rick and Morty because Actually, I've never seen Rick and Morty. So Dan Harmon and a couple of other yeah, guys. Yeah, Dan Harmon wrote Community. Yeah, which I love. I Community. love Community. So that's why I oh went to. Gosh. That's why I went to Rick and Morty because he is a producer and writer and and it's just like so meta. It's so okay. funny because they don't do any. So the one thing that they said they would never do was um, time, like time travel yeah they do alternate universes because it's easier to explain that they're because literally if you watched one of the in the middle of the season they killed off the original rick and morty and they're just like from a different universe they're like they're they're no they killed off everyone in their universe Uh so it's like something's happened that they kill off everyone in they just go to a random universe kill the other two guys (laughs) and then they just kind of live their lives like it's not their universe it's just like oh this is a normal one (laughs) time yeah time travel is too hard to explain well yeah time travel always gives me a headache too like because there was so much of it like in heroes yeah so um, yeah just something too that i've ever seen watching and then like you just start to question you're like well yeah everything happened yeah i everyone questions everything because it's like it well if you time travel back to stop something you're in a parallel unit like now you're in a different timeline because it's not the original one where it actually happens it's you're in a different one. Exactly. I'm like, oh my god, this I'm, is so useless. Yeah, because I'm watching Legends of Tomorrow right now, which is the spin-off love, series yeah, of Flash it. and Arrow. Flash, Arrow, uh, man, everything superhero. Yeah. I'm so. Well, I'm, I'm like, a huge comic fan too. Me too. I'm. I you know. I have my very first. I can still tell you my very first comic was issue number seventeen, the Spider-Man, with the very first ep, uh, feature of um, Amazing Spider-Man number seventeen with the Vulture. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I got that for a birthday gift, and I I remember I still had, it and then I moved and I lost it. I'm so upset about it. I was like, oh, no. It was my very first comic book, and I love, like, I love everything about it. It's just kind of 
to me, this I get dived into the stories and the characters. Yeah, so it's like well, there's a, so much. X Men was always my favorite, and I love the story and the kind of the concept behind it too, because you know they're this they're being rejected from society for yeah. being different, and you know like, but again, like an extremely diverse group of people because they're not all the same, even though they're, they're different, but yeah. I just loved all the different powers and the abilities yeah, and the so combinations cool. yeah. and the lore and how it would all just kind of intertwine and yeah. huge so you, fan of the movies. So did you watch Daredevil? Oh yeah. Daredevil was oh, so amazing. I'm, I'm wait, I can't wait for season two. It's yeah. going to be so cool with Punisher and Elektra there. I mean, and I loved um, Jessica Jones too. Cause Jessica it was, Jones it was, was good. It was such a different, it was like noir. It was investigating. Yes. And like it was it more psychological thriller yeah. versus Daredevil. But I just love the like the realness and the kind of and like mm-hmm. especially Daredevil, it was like really gritty. Yeah. And well dark. I mean you take a look at some of the comics of like Daredevil, it's it's totally that sense of grittiness where you know, he's not super he's not like a sense of superpower. It's more of like an understanding of, you know, your own body, your own like you you lose one sense, you kind of it really does Heighten happen. And gain. Heighten and gain. Exactly. And it's just like training. Like you just train your body to, you know, really develop all of that. Well, and I love the concept too, like behind Marvel, like Cinematic Universe, how it's all connected in one, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, it got separated and then they they killed out and made it all one again. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then it's because you, it's the concept behind it too is like he, he's not there. I mean, yeah, he's a, he, He's not necessarily a superhero like yeah. all the other ones. He's mm-hmm. kind of like a B level superhero, but it's yeah. like this is his hood, his neighborhood, it's yeah, on it's his mine. backyard. Well, you know, and Jessica and yeah, Daredevil. they all exist. Yeah, they're like she's like a couple blocks away from him. Yeah, and it's, then they'll do Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and then they'll bring them all together for yeah. Defenders. I'm so excited about Iron Fist. It's gonna be so dope because yeah. it's like uh, and they just announced the it's ninja, but it's also like he's he's like it's magic. It's mm-hmm. like ninja magic. <laughs> yeah, it's um. They just announced the the um casting of him too mm. last week. It's the guy from Game of Thrones. Yeah, I remember um, that. The brother. The brother. Yeah. yeah. Well, like they were. Some people were upset because it was like, I think he was supposed to be. There was a good opportunity to really go like jump for an Asian. Like oh really? Like, kind of like because uh, I think he. I think I don't know if he is or isn't. I think they were just kind of like, well, let's step back. Mm-hmm. And we can re like rewrite it like the same thing with you know Spider Man in Civil War like you have an opportunity for an African American yeah the yeah, Nick Latino Morales, right? yeah yeah and, well and then there's a new there's a new um, reboot of Hulk and it's um he, it's a young Asian boy, like, oh really guy, right I yeah know, I, that, it's like I, brand new yeah I didn't see that well I know like the new Batman for for a co- first couple episodes was. Uh, Batman, like Bruce Wayne died, and then Commissioner Gordon got a robot suit. Oh, wow. Yeah, he got a robot suit that kind of made See, him See, I don't Batman. keep up with like too, I, much comics like now. <laughs> yeah. And even back then, but I just like appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate it too. Like, like right now. More Marvel than DC. He, he, but I, I like DC too, though. I, I like every. I like. I have a, such an infatuation with like every different kind of like style of artist. And so, like, I like different things. I love. I was so amazed by um, The Walking Dead because it was oh, like yeah. cracked to me the first couple of books that were given to me. I was like, because my buddy gave it to me and I was like, what is this? And he's like, it's a zombie book. Like, read it. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Like, I read, the, he had like the first five and I was like, oh my God, there's like, this is so good. See, and, and I haven't read any of the graphic novels, but a, my friend has 
And so my good friends, Kenny, Josh, and Liliana, we all mm. watch Walking Dead together. Nice. And so there'll be moments where we're all freaking out at something yeah. and Liliana will be like, oh my gosh, I remember reading in the book and it's been such a long time that I didn't think they were going to do it anymore. Yeah. So, well, like some things they, they have done, some things they haven't done, which is good. Or they've I mean, delayed them or kind of mismatched yeah, mismat- them. Yeah, it's kind of... But it's oof, like, that yeah. show is awesome and yeah. crazy it's it's we're always screaming at the tv and freaking out <laughs> it's funny because we just watched the first two premiere episodes mm. from the break okay and uh i was i was joking and saying like i read this article that like this family called the police on because they thought their neighbors were being attacked and it, it was oh, just them like yeah, watching. screaming and watching walking dead it's the same thing with yes <laughs> and like right at, I, I knew when we were watching the episode i knew in the exact moment because we were all screaming and freaking out too at that time so yeah that's i, I get hard. very yeah. passionate me too with shows yeah and, I, I so like let's step up like because we could talk about superheroes all day and night. But do, are there any other like shows outside of like you know superhero like? Uh... Well, I I love comedy. Okay. So like Thirty Rock is one of my all time favorites, mm-hmm. absolute favorite, and Super I've good. probably seen that series at least like eight or nine times through. I've seen it once time through, and same thing with Park and Rex. So the one thing that I can always jump back into, and this is gonna sound funny, it's how I met your mother. It's just because. I was in college when it came out. Sure. And so like for winter break, I just watched it. I laughed. I really enjoyed it. And I can always, it's for me, it's like, it's like, you know, home food. Like you yeah. go back to it and it's just like, you're, you're okay with watching it on the background. Just like kind of totally, you, you already know it. Yeah. That's exactly why, because like I never watch anything new mm-hmm. or like something that takes up, like I would never watch like a new episode of Game of Thrones while I'm making oh, buttons. God. Because I would either be making buttons and not pay attention to the show, mm-hmm. or I would just sit there and stop making buttons and just watch it. Mm-hmm. So I have to put something on that is engaging enough that keeps my attention, yep. but that I don't have to be like fully, fully invested in it. it. Yeah. So a lot of it is mostly comedy. Um, but yeah, Parks and Rec, 30 Rock, um, loved like laugh community. All three of those oh, are like my t- community was just so good. <laughs> it was so, so hilarious. I love the eight bit one. <laughs> oh yes, the eight bit. I think my favorite episode was the one where they're beta, beta testing the the app Meow Meow Beans. <laughs> meow Meow Beans. And they like rape people, meow, yeah. and then like in like days, Day. it turns their whole school into this like this weekend class. <laughs> yeah, you are a three meows. Yes. <laughs> and like like only like fours wear bright yeah, colors. Like that was just yeah. the most absurdly ridiculous I think amazing. I might wear a lighter gray today <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I, I mean uh, I'm trying to think like dramas I'm a huge Shonda Rhimes fan so Grey's Anatomy okay. How to Get Away with Murder Scandal yeah. I think right now How to Get Away with Murder is like my top yeah. <laughs> excuse me my top out of those okay um, trying to think what else is my cue Walking Dead for sure mm-hmm. um American Horror Story, we always get into that. It's yeah. been kind of like me lately. Me, yeah. I don't know, the last season, we're always just like trying to chug along. Oh, well, I heard like Lady Gaga did a really good job. And... She did, but what was interesting is I think I read that she's going to come back for the next season, mm-hmm. but I, it's it'll, it'll be interesting to see like what role they give her because the role she had in this last season was like such a like Dumb. role that was like built for her yeah. basically. and. Her look and her aesthetic and yeah. I think her tone and everything like that. Makes so. sense. Like I'm, you know, I really like suits. I like, you know, I like, I'm almost, I'm weird. Like I, I like everything. Like 
Suits. I don't know if you've ever seen that on USA. Yeah, that um uh, is uh what's his name? Um uh, is Matt Bomer in that? No, that one's white collar. Oh, white collar, okay. Yeah. Suits is like about lawyers and kind of like uh, it all stems from this like one guy who has a photographic memory. So he he's not really a lawyer. He just knows the law. He like memorizes it. Oh, and, okay. And just you know they they lie for him. So he's like yeah. all this drama for it. Um, oh god, like all the goddamn superhero movies. Like super, like I just watched Deadpool, and so oh, I'm yeah. still stuck on Deadpool. I no, Deadpool was great. It was so good, and, then, and it's kind of opening the door, I think, for the next sort of like. Mm-hmm. genre of superhero movies I just think it's the doors opening for sub characters like not just the big guys like Iron Man Captain America Spider-Man like not just like Deadpool like Deadpool wasn't a popular comic yeah. right, until there was like you know people really got into the idea of him breaking the fourth wall being silly being like Certainly. the merc with the mouth it's it's it wasn't until that is like when they started like building a subculture for it and like things like you know these anti-heroes like you know punisher and all like these all these other guys that you probably would never seen if it wasn't for the door opening with these like bigger guys yeah like making i think iron man just like pulverized the door for all of them just to come in totally yeah, it's funny too because I think a lot of people are like, ah, oh, like when is it going to get like oversaturated and oh, too much? But I, mean, I don't know. I mean, like the stories are meant, yeah. Like, and they, I'm gonna go see it if they make it. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, everyone like his the the stories of it are so beautifully done, and like comic book writers work their heart out just to make yeah. keep like if it works for comics, I think like they put enough time in writing for it. To like make it work, yeah. And so then you do a couple of rewrites, you make it more you know edible for people watching a ninety minute movie. It's like it's kind of yeah. One, I mean, I get frustrated too because I watch the Academy Awards. And I'm just like, I did not see um, what was the uh, the winner of the best movie? Um, it's the one about the priests. Oh, uh, Spotlight? Spotlight. I did not see them winning it. I I really thought it was going to be um, Mad Max. I really thought it was yeah. going to be Mad Max. Man, that movie was like... Intense. Well, yeah. I mean, it was just like non-stop. Stop. Yeah. But, but in a good way, though. But yeah. I remember like like halfway turning to my friend just being like, oh my gosh, this movie is just like non-stop. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no like kind of slow moments yeah. at all to catch your breath. Yeah. But it was good, though. It was great. It's. I mean, the idea like... You know, I've always been a uh, big movie goer too because I just like stories. I like the the passion behind it, and, and if you really get into it, you start to understand. Like, he's like fucking Leo went and you know oh, yeah. did all this stuff in person, and like all these other people who are like like you don't realize one side of the movie is just like camera guys, boom mics, all these other people like standing out in the snow with him. And just like bearing the weather with them, and yeah. like you know, people who are perfecting, you know, all these styles of like you know, sewing and you know, capturing the the mood and everything like into it is just it's beautifully done. It's like, and you lose yourself in it, and that's what makes the movie great is when you lose yourself. Oh, into exactly. It. I mean, it's a fun escape. Yeah. I don't know if that's like cliche to say, but that's why I love going to the movies yeah. too because it's like. You can just kind of like shut the door. What do you? What movie are you excited about to guess? Like, um, out? I mean, I mean, comic book movies. I'm 
super psyched about Civil War. Yeah. To, to see that kind of in reality, how they interpret it. Because I know it's going to be very different mm-hmm. from like what the comics are too because there was just so much involved in mm-hmm. it. Um, and it's always still a bummer to think that like Fox owns the rights to these and mm-hmm. like, you know, Marvel, Marvel has and, these. Yeah. So luckily it was able to translate or transfer over for Spider-Man. But, but again, I'm a huge X-Men fan, so X-Men Apocalypse for sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. I can't I, wait to see that. I'm super excited about Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, and it's see like good. and and I like did. I always like if something I'm not sure about something or kind of the then I'll like I'll look more into it, you know, and then I'll just kind of like binge read all this yeah. stuff, and then you know, yeah, it pumps you up. Yeah, because I heard that they're even thinking about making another another DC movie that's like the Dark Justice League. That oh, nice. features like all the sort of so like mystics myst- and, yeah. and magician ones. Okay. Um, like Constantine and. Um, oh, sweet. Uh, Constantine has not been done right. I feel like. Well, it's interesting. I I didn't watch the series on NBC, mm-hmm. um, but I liked his character because they ended up crossing him over into Arrow, mm-hmm. so that was kind of nice. Yeah, that was see that. And, that yeah, that, bring him back. Yeah, but. I like him. That one couple of scenes with him and Arrow was really good. Um, was it the the movie was eh. Keanu's Keanu. Oh, uh, see, I didn't even realize there was the yeah, movie. There was a movie, Keanu yeah. Reeves. It was constant. Well, and like, um, what else are they doing? Um, Jonah Hex, they're bringing into the Flash. Really? Yeah. Or no, to Legends. Uh, oh. Tomorrow. Oh, okay. For the like kind of mid-century, I kind think, of, like, yeah, eighteen yeah. century. That makes total sense. Because like, he when, well, and then the whole thing too. Um, they're cross doing Superman or Supergirl and Flash. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Even though they're completely that. different networks. I fucking I okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I just fucking hate that they turn Supergirl like into like I get it. She's a girl. It doesn't mean that you have to like throw in the 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 girl like. Sir, yeah. Yeah, it's it really frustrates me because they have those like scenes. It's like, oh, I'm a girl. I'm, you know, I got things like I'm worried about boys, and then uh-huh. I'm like, it's like I get it. You're a girl, but still, it's like you don't have to throw in the '90s like the, the poppy music in the background. Mm. Like, I, it just like it frustrates me. I'm like, I know, why? So, like I've been watching it, and it's kind of like a love hate kind of thing that mm-hmm. I just kind of keep with it. But when I've heard that they were gonna do the crossover, I'm like, okay, I gotta stay with it and like see how this goes. I like John Jones, like as the Martian. Oh yeah, and that was that was uh, an awesome surprise. And I'm yeah. curious to see like what other characters they might try to introduce, mm-hmm. you know, through it. And like I know that they're like I know some of the villains and things that they're like they're bringing in that mm-hmm. I like. Did you watch the latest episodes of DC uh, with um, the future where he oh, doesn't have the arm? Yeah, yeah, it was, that was dope, right? Yeah, that yeah. was crazy. Because that's actually, like, they have, like, a, a comic series like that where he's... I, yeah, I vaguely remember something about yeah. that with Green Arrow. Because oh, I, I, I saw the arm at first, and I was like, oh, I was like, maybe it's like a cyborg Wait. thing. And then and oh, then I was like, oh, no, it's his. It's his. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. yeah. That's... I... That was cool for but me. But when the Flash, like, in the episode when he crossed over to Earth 2, they showed a glance of Supergirl when he was, like, like... They were, what would they they said like you just he did he's like you just need to focus on mm-hmm. where you're headed and don't let anything sway you because okay. when he like crossed through you saw like a flash of Supergirl and you saw uh-huh. a flash of Jonah Hex oh um, cool which were kind of like little like you know Easter eggs about what was yet to come that. oh that's dope yeah I I mean like because there are certain things like I mean 
when Batman v Superman, like I like Doomsday. Doomsday was a great story. I just hope that they don't really ruin it like for this one. Yeah, I they I just read something too about like um early screenings. Mm. I've actually been giving it really good reviews. Oh, sweet. And they've been saying like um Wonder Woman's like cameo is actually really solid and like you don't there's nothing that's like yeah. shown in the preview compared her, to like what it is. Yeah, her movie is going to be great cuz mm-hmm. the the idea of like her being it through the time yeah like, period piecing period, kind yeah. of like jumping through you know timelines mm-hmm. yeah i'm super stoked for yeah her. and gonna... like again like i'm not a huge dc fan but i'm excited to see how then yeah. they kind Aquaman. of blend it too yeah <laughs> and like how they kind of give it you know its own realistic approach too as well yeah um but then like again its own universe yeah. as well well like costume designing i was listening to another podcast it's called 99 percent invisible if you haven't heard it go check it out they do a lot of things like on design like everything every bit about design and the reason why it's called 99 percent invisible is because if you do design right it's for everyone in the world it's 99 percent invisible you don't notice it yeah it's designed perfectly so they did a episode on costumes like development of costumes in superhero movies and in like um just kind of like everyday like movie making yeah um so the idea of like there was you know costume making in general is difficult because you want to make it to the vintage of the comic books yeah staying true to that and the look and the aesthetic but you can't really do it because as a uh as a comic book artist so i was i'm a big superman fan i know that when they first started to make superman uh um, they only had the primary colors, red, blue, yellow. Like they mm-hmm. had, they couldn't go, they wanted it to pop off like really bright. And so like those colors, the primary colors were what they were sticking to because they wanted him to stand out. Yeah. And so like that's, but you can't like as a normal texture and like it wouldn't work as a, a real realistic comic uh costume yeah so something so bright and because then it kind of i mean not that it's cheesy but it it gives that feel feel, yeah and almost like cheap you know and Mm not not realistic not something that you would see and that's something that you see in like uh green arrow they always say it's like why don't you wear black well he grew up like he got his arrow training in the forest Mm -hmm. it's green that's why (laughs) yeah and like and well and also it's funny because like it took them so long too to kind of like get to that point where he was actually called the green, green arrow. arrow yeah, yeah. So just arrow, arrow and sort of the evolution and the yeah. growth yeah i like that it's it's been so good so far i'm yeah. so excited about what's to come oh man it's gonna be good well okay so we've gone <laughs> above and beyond for this and i really appreciate you coming in and talking for with sure me. i'm super excited about phoenix flea this weekend yeah phoenix flea's gonna be killer and i mean it's... okay yeah so like hold on <laughs> sorry well uh, at the end we usually tell people you know what events can you know what are coming up and then you know tell them where they can find you your social media sure, your sure. website your all of that and then yeah we'll close it out yeah well so um i'm on instagram under jar of buttons mm-hmm. um that's probably like my main one i'm working on a website i've been saying that for a long time so <laughs> i would imagine it's a little bit difficult because just, you have so many i do a lot of different things you know mm-hmm. um just on a daily basis so mm-hmm. just committing to something like that is like ah a little daunting so mm-hmm. i just need to kind of start small and grow into it for sure yeah um and they'd be like more of my like you know general kind of mm-hmm. humor pun ones yeah um because i save all the you know the one of a kind like for shows and everything because it's 
like people can see them and, and go at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, social media on uh, Instagram is great. Uh, I have a Facebook too, and um, my email is jarbuttonsaz at gmail.com. So you can always email me if you have any custom questions. Um, and upcoming events, yes, Phoenix Flea, but it'll be over by the time I think you said this airs. Yeah. But uh, Jackalope Arts Fair is another one that's coming up in April, April. and that's the 16th and 17th of um, April. And it's at Steel Indian School Park, um, which is on uh, like Indian School and Indian School 30... and 3rd Street. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's kind of in the center there. That's over 150 vendors, all handmade, um, local. And uh, it's 10 to 8, or I'm sorry, 10 to 5. It's free, which is nice too. Uh, and they have food trucks and other events and even workshops and things that are happening, interactive um, elements. And uh, you can always find my buttons too at uh, Grow Up down on 6th Street in Garthfield, uh, as well as Francis on Central and Camelback. Um, and Moon Age, which is a, a shop in Tempe. Tempe. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know them. <laughs> yeah, they're great. They're awesome. Um, and yeah, um, that's pretty much it for that. Mm-hmm. So buttons, magnets, enamel pins, well, brand- pop culture. <laughs> pop culture, yeah. And, you know, uh, I think I was going to ask you one more thing. I can't remember off the top of my head, but... Um, any events where you're speaking at or anything um, that you got? Anything? Oh, here's one. If, you know, what is the ultimate, I guess, you see yourself five years down the road, what is your goals to kind of, like, get at? Like, where are you looking to be at, you know, as the top of your game? Um, Honestly, like, Buttons is something that I love and I appreciate, and it's a great way for me to interact with my community and to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. But also, I do a lot with food, which is my background is in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do it in... Um, the form of like food styling and contributions for publications um, and, and private commissions too. Yeah. Um, so I actually just did like a photo shoot with Float Balloon Tours. Wow. Okay. Um, so they include like a meal as part of their yeah. um, flight at, when you land. Nice. So we did promotional photos and I did all the food like spread for it. Sweet. Just set yeah. about in the desert. Um, I'm trying to kind of, you know, I've been ultimately thinking about how everything I do sort of blends with that Mm -hmm. and buttons will always be there. I know that they will. Um, so ideally I'd love for buttons again to be website and kind of be its own freestanding thing, Mm -hmm. um, that I can kind of just kind of keep doing, um, at sort of an arm's reach, uh, along with being at, um, you know, markets and festivals and, and being a part of the community, uh, and then, um, keep pursuing my uh, ambitions with food and you, um, you know contributing with local community members through that that's so. awesome but and you can't say much more than that and i appreciate yeah. you coming on i yeah. can't wait thanks for yeah, having me we're gonna talk a little bit after this because yeah i want some buttons sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with that we say good night thank you for every, everyone for listening to finding arizona podcast thanks there you go <laughs> thank you